Welcome to 5 Minutes in Church History, hosted by Dr. Stephen Nichols, where we take a little break from the present to go exploring the past. Travel back in time as we look at the people, events, and even the places that have shaped the story of Christianity. This is our story, our family history. Let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of 5 Minutes in Church History. On this episode, let's go on a field trip to Caesarea Maritime. This city today is a national park in Israel. It is a city rich in history, rich in biblical history, and even rich in church history. Herod built his palace there in the year 6. That's, of course, the year 6 AD. And it was and remained the main palace for Roman governors of Judea. Of course, they would go to Jerusalem often, and there in Jerusalem they would conduct business. But their palace of choice, as it were, was this palace that Herod built at Caesarea Maritime. Of course, as the governor's main residence, that would attract a lot of commerce and a lot of others to that city, and it would give that city quite a prominence. And so it's no surprise that this city shows up in history. One fascinating discovery there, because archaeologists are spending a great deal of time there and uncovering the ruins and consistently working, way back in 1961, there was a discovery there of the so-called Pilot Stone. This stone has on it simply four lines, and it notes a building that was built and dedicated by Pontius Pilate. The original Pilot Stone has been removed there from Caesarea Maritime, and it's in a museum in Jerusalem. This stone is our only, to date, archaeological reference or evidence that references Pontius Pilate. So this was a very significant find, and it demonstrates and corroborates, as it were, the biblical account. And of course, not only do we have Pontius Pilate in the gospel narrative, we also have Pontius Pilate in the Apostles' Creed, don't we? And that reminder that this Christian faith of ours happened in space and time by identifying the governor at the time of Jesus's arrest and his trial and his crucifixion. So Caesarea Maritime gives us the Pilate Stone. It also plays a fascinating role in the rest of the New Testament. Paul was in Caesarea many times. Its port provided a suitable place for Paul to launch out on his missionary journeys. He also spent two years there as a prisoner, so he got to know the city pretty well. Peter baptized the Roman centurion Cornelius at Caesarea. This was a very significant city. As we move into the pages of church history, it remains significant. Right around the 300s, there was a figure there named Pamphilius. Pamphilius was martyred in 307 under the Roman emperor Diocletian. Diocletian was a diabolical emperor. He instituted an empire-wide persecution of Christians. It was the church historian Eusebius whose hometown was also Caesarea Maritime. It was Eusebius who tells us that the jails were so full of Christians under Diocletian that it launched a crime spree, as it were. The officials were so concerned and spent all of their energy and efforts in arresting Christians that common criminals were literally getting away with murder. And one of the victims of Diocletian's persecution is Pamphilius. 
Pamphilius is important because his main efforts there at Caesarea Maritime were building up its library. It was one of the best libraries in the ancient world. The estimate is that at one time the library there held over 30,000 manuscripts. Last week on our episode, we looked at Jerome, the translator of the Vulgate, the Latin translation of the Bible. Jerome spent time looking at the manuscripts and working at Caesarea Maritime. Some other significant church figures, Gregory Nazianzus and Basil the Great, these great church fathers, they were also at Caesarea Maritime. So here it is, Caesarea Maritime, a city by the sea. I'm Steve Nichols. Thanks for joining us for five minutes in church history.